In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It does not return to God void, but accomplishes the purposes for which He sends it. It waters the earth, it gives grain to the sower and bread to the eater. The Word of the Lord endures forever, even as all things else wither away and fade. And it is this remarkable power of the eternal Word of God that makes it mysterious, as Christ says in his parables. The Word of God and its effect on its hearer is one of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven that Jesus reveals to his disciples by speaking in parables. The Word of God is living and active, and it has the power of God to grant faith leading to salvation. And yet, not all who hear believe. Some who hear believe then fall away. Some who hear believe and bear fruit and are brought into eternal life. But because some hear and believe and some hear and do not believe, the weakness of our flesh might lead us to doubt the power of God's word. Yet even in those who hear and do not believe, the power of God's word is not diminished and in fact it is demonstrated. Jesus illustrates this for us in parables. The word of God is like seed sown by a sower. The sower throws seed on the path and in the stones and in the thorns. If the soil does not produce, it will not be because it lacked seed, but because of the soil's own deficiency. The image of Jesus here is not a field set apart and cultivated and fertilized, and then the path and the stones and the thorns happen to be nearby the field and some of the seed just kind of happens to fall on them in the periphery of the field. Contrary to that image, the good soil of this parable is found in small pockets in and amidst the path and the rocks and the thorny places. And the sower is intentionally throwing seed on the path and in the stony places and the thorns because he knows that in the midst of those places, there is pockets of good soil in which the seed will sprout and grow and bear fruit. The sower sows in these areas in order that the seed might land on the good soil hidden there soil that would otherwise not receive seed. And in the process, much of the seed appears, at least to us, to go to waste. Much of the seed does not sprout. Much of the seed that sprouts does not bear fruit. But the seed that bears no fruit is not a waste. 
because when that seed is sown, it reveals where there is good soil and where there is bad soil. By sowing in this way, the sower knows for certain which soil is bad, and he now knows which soil is good. And not only that, but he rejoices to reap the fruit from the good soil that has been found and reclaimed. The mysterious power of the word of God is like the seed sown by the sower. It has as its primary purpose conversion to faith in Christ, fruit born by the faithful, and most importantly, leading to eternal life. And even good soil, apart from the seed, cannot bear fruit. Fertile soil left unsown will bring forth nothing, and it is as good as dead. It is the seed which brings goodness to the soil and produces fruit from the soil. So for those who hear the word of God and believe and bear fruit, it is the seed that does the work to make the soil fruitful. Apart from the word of God, those who believe and bear fruit would be no more saved than those who hear and remain in unbelief. If it weren't for the word, they too would have remained in unbelief and borne no fruit and been found outside of eternal life. And the word of God is not only the seed by which faith is planted, but the word of God is also, as Isaiah says, the rain by which faith grows up and matures and brings forth fruit. For the Lord says, my word is like rain which falls from heaven and waters the earth. But the word of God does other mysterious work. God's word is the power of salvation to those who believe, but it also exposes the unbelief of those without faith. It reveals the wrath of God against sin and leaves the unbeliever without excuse. The path, the stony soil, the thorny soil cannot claim that they produce no fruit because they lack seed. The path doesn't produce because it's trodden upon and its seed is eaten. The stony soil produces no fruit because its plant has no root. The thorny soil produces no fruit because the sprouts were choked out by the thorns but it's not because they didn't receive seed. And so it is that God sends his word throughout all the earth through his preachers. And just as he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike, so he sends his word to every ear and every heart. The world is not like a cultivated field with stones and thorns and a path on the periphery. The world is covered with paths and with stones and thorns. The devil and his minions are constantly seeking to rip the word away as soon as someone hears it. The world is full of people who will likely be persecuted for the faith if they believe the word that is preached to them. And the world is full of people whose God 
is the cares and riches of this world. If the word of God is not sown in such places, then the word of God will not be sown at all. So through his preachers, Christ intentionally sows his word in all of it. We preachers do not know who is who. We do not know the hearts of those whom we preach to. And so we sow the seed of Christ's word everywhere, even though to our fleshly eyes, it seems like it will seldom lead to faith in the hearer. And yet in the midst of such work, we dare not question the power and the activity of the word of God. For even when the seed produces no fruit, it still accomplishes the purposes for which God sent it out. It marks some soil as good and reveals other soil to be bad. In many cases, speaking the word of Christ reveals the unbelief and hardness of heart of the one who hears. Sometimes the word is snatched away when the hearer does not understand it, and so the devil snatches away what was preached. Sometimes the word is immediately received with joy, but it lasts only a short time because of the pride of self-reliance which prevented the word from taking deep root. And so that sort of self-reliance will never stand up to trials and persecution. In some cases, the sown word will be choked out because the riches of the world are valued more highly than the word of God. And we are completely unable to serve two masters. You cannot serve God and mammon. And so the riches of the world choke out the word of God, which was sown in the heart. And so all the hearers are without excuse. It was not for lack of the word that they failed to believe and are therefore condemned. It is their own sin against God and his word that combined with the work of the devil that results in unbelief. And it is the living and active word of God that reveals this about them. Their rejection of Christ is made manifest by the rejection of his word and those he has sent to preach it. As Isaiah says of them, they hear but do not understand, they see but do not perceive. Their hearts are dull, their ears are hard of hearing, they have closed their eyes, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and be healed. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. The word of God was sown in you, and it took root, and it has made you fruit-bearing soil. It came to your small patch of fertile soil, even though it was surrounded by paths and rocks and thorny soil, even though before the seed landed it was as good as dead. For through the word and the work of the Holy Spirit along with it, you have come to know and believe you hear and you see Christ himself. Through the word, the Holy Spirit has called you to faith. 
And through the word, he has preserved you in that faith. Through the word, you have been shown your sins. And through the word, you have been granted forgiveness. Because the word that is preached to you is none other than Christ himself. Christ who has been crucified for your sins, who has died in your place, who has been raised again, so that you also might have eternal life in his kingdom. In hearing this with faith, you are blessed. For many prophets and many righteous men longed to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Prophets and righteous men of old longed to see the fulfillment of what they spoke. But now it is accomplished. Christ has come. He has died. He has been raised again. And he reigns at the Father's right hand. It is accomplished. And you see and hear the fulfillment that they longed for. And you see and you hear it through the word that is sown in you. You are indeed blessed. For you have heard the word of Christ, and by his grace and the work of the Holy Spirit, it has produced in you faith. And that faith bears fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. It is the word of God which has done this, the word which is living and active, the word which endures forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.